honestly, who could have predicted this back in January? That most of our country would be trying homeschooling, that Tom Brady would be playing for Tampa Bay, and that the country would be enthralled with a man named Joe Exotic, a mulleted, gun-toting polygamist and charismatic country singer who once owned the largest live tiger collection in America. If you would have told me that this is what the world would be like, I would have thought you were joking. Today, by the way, is Monday, March 30th, and April Fool's Day is this upcoming Wednesday. Hi and hello! You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. Edit! Or maybe this is the podcast for moms who have nothing but time. (laughs) You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. Momlog, day 15 of the official COVID-19 social distancing protocol. Thus far, I have resisted the urge to cut bangs for myself, but I have started bookmarking hair colors to show my stylist once this thing ends. I think I'm trying to do something small for myself, something that's, that's just for me. For a few days now, I've been doing that thing where I shop online and go as far as putting things into my virtual cart, but then not buying anything. I made my first three purchases in weeks late last night. I got a pair of shorts, a black eyeliner, and a new CC cream. Not because I'm going anywhere. I just thought I should treat myself to something in addition to all these comfort carbs that I'm having at home. And maybe these things will help me not to cut my own hair. I'm trying to stay busy. It's easy during the weekdays with trying to get school done at home, but it's harder at night and on the weekends. I think that's why I've been baking and sewing so much. Our whole family attempted to ride bikes yesterday, but the trail was closed. Instead, we got ice cream and stood in a circle on the sidewalk and ate our sweet treats. Other families kept their distance, and I felt like we were all the most tense group of people to ever eat ice cream that ever was. It was all, don't touch anything, eat quicker, stay close. We have at least four more weeks of this. School here is officially out until April 27th. The president has officially called for social distancing to continue through April 30th. I dream of days when we can eat ice cream at the park with friends and when the urge to cut bangs for myself goes away. Should a pair of clip-on bangs be my next purchase? Please advise. I heard on the Newsworthy that Google isn't doing their annual April Fool's joke for the first time since they started them 20 years ago in 2000. It's kind of a bummer, but completely understandable. There's no question that April Fool's Day is one of the most widely recognized non-religious holidays in the Western world. Dare I say it's more well-known than Groundhog Day? Children prank parents, co-workers prank co-workers, and newspapers and corporate entities like Google annually get in on the game. But how did April Fool's Day begin, and how did it become a worldwide phenomenon? The totally legit, not at all pulling your leg answer to the origin of April Fool's Day is this. Nobody really knows. We only know that it's been around for a long, long time. In a letter published in Britain's Apollo magazine in 1708, someone wrote in and asked, Whence proceeds the custom of making April Fools? This means it's been around for at least 300 years. The pioneer woman says on her blog that April Fool's Day began around 500 BC, which her pot roast recipe is foolproof, so I'm apt to believe anything she publishes. 
You international friends will have to corroborate these facts about April Fool's Days worldwide or share some of your own country's traditions. But I read that in France, traditionally kids will stick an image of a fish on each other's back as their big joke. And I vaguely remember my friend Matt did this to me once in college. He wasn't French. He was from Ohio. But when I read that, it explained maybe why he did that to me like 20 years later. In Scotland, on April 1st, you may be sent out on a fool's errand, like snipe hunting, and when you discover it's a prank, you have to try to get someone else to do it. They have a second prank day on April 2nd, known as Taily Day, when you prank someone's rear end. This is the origins of the kick me sign, and I, I cannot for the life of me name another prank that could be played on someone's booty, and I am too nervous to Google butt pranks. In Germany, newspapers, TV, and radio stations typically have at least one story, which is generally harmless, but is so absurd that the reader knows that it's an April Fool's joke. And in Canada, many Canadians insist that April Fool's Day's shenanigans must be completed by noon, otherwise you, the pranker, are the April Fool. I call bunkus on this. This sounds like something a tired mom would tell her kids to get them to knock it off. Listen, I love a good prank. What constitutes as a good prank to me is one that is funny immediately to the victim. I was raised by a pranker, and I'm raising pranksters. The greatest prank my grandmother ever played on me was my junior year of college when my best friend Brooke and I decided to take a year off from college to do the Disney college program. My grandma threw a party. I'm not quite sure what the occasion was. Congrats on being college dropouts and essentially running away to join the circus. In any regard, she threw a little gathering at the local VFW for us, complete with a cake. You can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes around cake. The cake was actually a cushion, like a foam cushion that she had iced and decorated to look like a cake that said, Hello, DNB. Context My family calls me D. I got super suspicious because A, my grandmother is not a great cook. I legitimately cannot recall a time she had ever made a cake prior to that. And B, everyone kept asking me to cut the cake. Like, since when did anyone in my family wait for someone else to cut a cake before they just dug in? So at their insistence, I grabbed a long bread knife and the cake bounced back. I thought for certain she had overcooked the cake or that it was very old and I didn't want to embarrass her in front of our family and her friends since she had obviously made it and iced it herself. So I just set the knife down after that one tiny press, but then people kept saying, cut the cake, go on, cut the cake. And I picked up the knife again and pressed it very hard into the cake and everyone just lost it. The jig was up. It's a cushion, she said, quite pleased with herself. I laughed. It was so absurd. And of course, there was no replacement cake. She just spent, I don't know how long, icing a cushion. Which reminds me of the great prank that got pulled on me last summer. The doorbell rang and there was a big box on the porch from Plant Package, which was a gardening subscription box who was a sponsor of the podcast that I worked for. I was thrilled because I had accidentally killed my previous plant package, so I thought this was the replacement. As I bent down to pick it up, I found that I could not. It was too heavy. Then all of a sudden, a very sweaty Lucy sprang up from the box and Jude and Caroline dissolved in a fit of giggles behind me. They had taped the box closed and everything. It was, it was so good. 
I haven't played a great prank in a while, and I think the time is ripe. These days, I'm doing everything I can to make joy the temperature of our home. I'm trying to give us more opportunities to laugh. So if you have any ideas for Chris and I for pranks, harmless, adorable pranks to pull on our children this Wednesday, let us know. Chris said we should replace the cream in Oreos with toothpaste, but the other day I let them use his mint toothpaste instead of their bubblegum flavored one, and they were ecstatic. The girls have been brewing cups of peppermint tea lately, and the last time we got snow cones, Jude ordered a spearmint one. I am certain that they would not see this as a fantastic prank, but rather a delightful upgrade. Do you have any other ideas? As a quick reminder, I am extremely selective about the brands we partner up with at Today, by the way, and every brand that you hear advertised is one that I personally used and or think would be great for you. When I took a poll two months ago asking you which brands I should investigate for partnerships or reviews, at the very top of your list of suggestions was Thrive Cosmetics. That's why I'm delighted to announce that they are our new sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics, and you guys... I'm in love. After seeing their mascara on Instagram so many times, I was eager to see if it lived up to the hype. And boy, does it deliver. It is now number one in my heart. It makes my lashes long and full without being clumpy, and it stays on like you wouldn't believe. A video review is coming soon. If you haven't heard of Thrive Cosmetics, you need to know that they have a mission that is truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive with a responsive giving mission that support nonprofit partners with a donation of funds or products. Their causes include women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, and women fighting cancer. They're known for their high-quality, long-lasting makeup, and all Thrive products are vegan and cruelty-free and formulated without parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. But in addition to their famous makeup, they also have skincare. I just added the Bright Balance 3-in-1 Cleanser to my skincare routine because I had too many steps before. This is a makeup remover, cleanser, and treatment all-in-one. I have weird combination acne-prone skin, and this took my mascara off and left my skin so soft and comfortable, and I love it. If you've been curious about Thrive Cosmetics, they are offering today, by the way, friends, a 15% discount, which I already used myself to buy a CC cream and an eyeliner. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com today and use code TODAY for 15% off your first purchase. That's thrive, C-A-U-S-E, medics.com slash today, code TODAY for 15% off. Thrivecosmetics.com slash today, code TODAY. Did you know that today is officially Doctor Appreciation Day? Some of the hardest and most heroic stories that have been shared during this pandemic have been about frontline healthcare professionals. So I'm glad that some companies have stepped up to truly help or bless those hard workers. Our Good Time Good Deal segment is specific for doctors and nurses and healthcare workers today. From now until May 3rd, any customer who identifies as a frontline responder to the COVID-19 outbreak will receive a tall brewed coffee, hot or iced, at no charge from all participating Starbucks. You can get a free pair of Crocs by visiting crocs.com slash free for healthcare. There is a daily quantity limit, but Crocs releases more shoes every day at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
in New York City, frontline healthcare workers can also qualify for a free month of a car rental from Hertz and stay at the Four Seasons, certain Airbnbs, and other hotels if you're traveling there to help. I'll link in the show notes where you can find more info about that. And if you work as a doctor or a nurse or anyone who supports them, which I just love, my grandpa who raised me was a hospital maintenance man. Beginning today, Monday, March 30th, and on every subsequent Monday through National Nurses Week, so through May 11th, Krispy Kreme will provide all healthcare workers free dozens of original glazed donuts. That's up to five dozen per healthcare worker. And all you have to do is show your badge. On Saturdays, the rest of us can enjoy buy a dozen, get a dozen for free, which would be a sweet way to connect with a friend by dropping them off on her porch with a note of encouragement. Speaking of leaving a note of encouragement, have you been able to reach out to five friends this week as part of our Today by the Way community challenge? This is why it's important. Motherhood is isolating. The word loneliness was a top surge at my previous job. When I'm asked to speak at mops or church groups, I'm usually asked to speak on the top of friendship and why it's so difficult to deepen relationships once we become mothers. This was before there was ever this pandemic that caused us all to have to stay home. Before this, women were lonely. And during this, they may be lonely and now be asked to be a mother, a teacher, and an employee all in one space with everyone home. So these days are hard. We need each other more than ever. So reach out. Open the line of communication, even if it's been a while. Don't be embarrassed. Even if she's not a particularly close friend. It's as simple as a text that says, hey, you just popped into my head, so I wanted to see how you're doing. Or texting your neighbor if you're running out for provisions. I'm grabbing a couple things at the store. Do you need toilet paper or anything? We are not alone in this, and we need to remind each other of that. Reach out to five people and let me know how it goes. At the very least, tell her to try not to cut her hair herself. We all need a friend like that these days. Okay, friend, that's it for today. Just so you know, the last four reviews left for today, by the way, on Apple Podcast made me tear up, of course. Madalyn wrote, as I was doing dishes this morning, I thought, it's Indiana Day. That's when I knew I loved this podcast. Indiana is my breath of fresh air twice a week. Krieger wrote, this is what I need. Today's show was it. I laughed and cried. You have the spirit that I need. Alyssa Co. wrote, Indiana is infectious. Listening to her is so light and easy. Indiana has said some really encouraging things that have stuck with me whether she realizes it or not. And listening in Oakland wrote, The funny thing is, I don't relate to Indiana at all. Our backgrounds, environments, and worldviews are quite different. And yet, I'm a loyal listener because she is such a spot of light in an often dark world. I appreciate Indiana so much and I wish her the best. I'm not sharing these to brag. I'm sharing these because you need to know that this is what keeps me going. This kind-hearted community who truly wants to be more joyfully minded. This is our show. If you're listening and think that I sound like a friend or an older sister, I'm glad. Because I mean this. You are my friends. We make this show together and it's a joy for me. Thank you for sharing the show with your friends and for leaving reviews like this. My mascara is still intact, but kind words make me teary with gratitude. Thank you for listening. This week, maybe don't cut your hair yourself if you don't usually do so. But do think about playing a funny prank on someone in your house. And do tell a frontline healthcare worker thank you. 
Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.